0: Welcome to Yeah Nah Look Aussie Rules Podcast 2018. We're back, woo, yeah, woo! we're back. Yeah. Season two in the house. Uh, Dicko's not here. He's in Japan. Uh, can't think of anything to say about Japan. He's over there, just being, being a robot. They I don't do know. they do like
1: tentacle porn, apparently. Fighting Godzilla. Yes. Yes, and and right. what is it? Porcupine cafes. Yeah, hedgehog. they're all about that <laughs> hedgehog slices. So we've
0: got Pooj. Paul is filling in as he did once upon a time last year last season so he's in hi pooch hi mate cross back as always uh he's just ready to cook he's ready to just cook up a storm yeah i'm gonna cook up everybody. he's like gordon Ramsay. i'm cooking everybody i
2: don't i'm, I'm done with the world he's cooking, cooking up. something Fair up
0: cool. and i'm collo and i'm still i still exist so let's get stuck in so this episode here we're going to do a bit of a uh sort of a review and assessment of the preseason competitions and all that kind of stuff that happened and then also we're going to look on to this season and then we're going to focus on round one specifically so this episode will be a little bit longer but in the long term this season we're planning on trying to shorten up our episodes our weekly ones are going to be a bit more 30 minutes
2: 30 minute format
0: yeah so we're going to try try a new thing break it down a little bit so now we'll jump into the news all right no one cares about the news. We went through that last year, but we'll just talk about it anyway. So, what's happening in the news? I don't know. Anything happening in the news? Tex oh. Walker is not going to play this week. Uh, that's how, a, that's how, news. How
1: good's the AFLW?
0: Um, AFLW was a thing. That's almost over. I think AFLX. We're going to talk about AFLX in ah. a minute. But on the uh, what else it? have we got for the news? Uh, oh, Andy right. Brayshaw and uh, Bailey Banfield are going to debut. For the Dockers this season, so a couple of rookies, well, one's number two pick, one's actually off the rookie list, but they're both, you know, rookies in the sense they have not played as of yet. Any unbiased uh, rookie? I'm you pretty really sure. <laughs> unbi- well, I don't know. I'm excited about them playing. I've said to you guys off air that Andy Brayshaw is like, he's not that exciting of a player to me. He seems like a solid citizen. It's going to be a decent player, but he doesn't seem like a an absolute game changer. But, you know, good develop, I guess be a surprise Um,
2: packet um what about did has anybody heard i haven't listened to anybody heard the new club songs
0: oh yeah i heard them they got a lot of banjo what do you
2: reckon see because like i've all all i've seen is what what occurs to me is that it's just a lot of old people like that don't like change and they're all like don't change the songs (laughs) you can't change the songs but what like who cares is it? Yeah, do they sound bad? Do um, they sound worse than the other one? Have they done something radically no, different? No, most,
0: they mostly sound pretty much the same. But they haven't really changed uh, lyrics or anything like that. It's just they just tried to like update them. I guess. Yeah, so I think that, it's more like a production. Yeah, production I think, quality. I think like,
1: given GWS's song, that's a, that was well, a revelation. They didn't. Well, change yeah, they wouldn't those. change. No, those but ones. like that was a revelation. It's the newest song around, so yeah. I reckon just update them all to be yeah. like. Yeah yeah, yeah. just like yeah want... pump them up. Yeah. I
0: don't know there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of ban- <laughs> banjo in them. I don't know they're not bad but some of them like the iconic ones like Richmond and stuff it's kind of like I don't, yeah. I don't know why they bother it seems like a weird thing to do like why why bother. Yeah I mean if they're not but, changing
2: them but like if they're yeah. just updating them a little bit there's nothing wrong with that but I don't know I'd have really to mean. I'd have to give them a listen. I'll I'll give them a listen and then next week I'll uh, I'll give a review on each one.
0: Um any other, I don't know, there's not really much else news going on. Obviously, I, the news, the main news that's happened has been over the off-season, and I'm sure everyone knows what's up with that. And If you didn't know, Bryce Gibbs went to Adelaide, guys. <laughs> he's gone. No, nah, he's not uh, going. No, nah, he said his, his <laughs> missus
2: said, said that they're happy in <laughs> Melbourne. And, uh, yeah, all the rumours are false. He's not, he's not.
1: Spoiler alert, he's already there. Okay. Gary Ablett's elsewhere, just... Gaza. I basically haven't paid attention to any off-season, so this is all news to me. we it's got the happen. right
0: guy in. <laughs> all right, we'll move on to uh, this segment is going to just be called Pre-Season Chat. Yeah, Pre-Season Chat. Yeah. I don't have a song for it, so that's the song now. <laughs> uh, so first thing on the agenda, Pre-Season Chat, as Pooj tried to just absolutely ruin the the show by bringing it up too early, is AFL-X. Did you watch it? Yes. What did you think of it? You will go Cro you go first, Croft and then Paul and then I'll give my take if you have each have a take. Alright, all right.
2: Um I didn't mind it. I mean it's it's still obviously has that kind of meaninglessness that also comes with the JLT, so there's nothing at stake for anybody. But in terms of like something different I like that. Yeah, it's not you know it's footy. I like it when footy's back, and you know, to see professional footballers kicking the football around is, you know, is just great. Um, <laughs> you know, the uh, they could have not named it a super goal, uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: but yeah, it, the it's fast. There's not a lot of uh, you know, there's a lot of sky. There were a lot of things that I think they that, that they could change. Obviously, like players couldn't celebrate because it was too fast so like the ball was coming straight back in after goals and stuff so like there was no real like i don't know like crowd and player to crowd interaction going on there um it's but you yeah, know other than that i think it's fine it seemed like it was a way for players to get a lot of like base fitness and also like reduce the risk of injury um playing more full games like say in the JLT or whatever, you know, we saw injuries, whereas in you know, AFLX we didn't see any injuries mm. that I know of. So you know, because there was a lot less physical contact, there was a lot less injuries. So that was
0: good. Pooch, did you watch any of it? Or
1: yeah, I watched some of it. I watched like snippets of it. It was basically, as Croft said, it was just like there was a pointlessness to it, and the fact that most of the uh, stars basically didn't play. Uh, yeah. there was some, but. It kind of reminded me a little bit of summer league of nba like it was very they're just a lot of rookies showcasing the yeah yeah which is good it's a good way like it's but it's also a different completely different game um i think my it basically reminded me kind of of the scene of uh wayne's world where they're just like crudely selling items the whole time I'm just like <laughs> the whole <laughs> super goal <laughs> thing was just like here but it's like buy out this is our 50 meter 50 what was the 50 meter line it was like 40, 40 meter, 40 meter line, 40 meter line. so. And then there's the super goals, and then there's I just waited for them to be like, oh, that was a Bailey's ladder behind or something like that. if I Fucking going back in the day, <laughs> like on the uh,
2: like the like uh, the, radio. On the radio, Smokey yeah. Dawson on the uh, the Bunnings Warehouse scoreboard or whatever <laughs> yeah, the hell pretty, they call it.
1: Pretty know. much, but it was it was it was watchable. It, yeah, it wasn't bad. It was just yeah showcasing talent. Yeah. Uh, before
2: Adam starts, I was um, I was going to say the the thing I didn't like was that they announced that. Big star players were going to play in the ALX yeah, and, and then just beforehand yeah. they like pulled them out. It's like, who are you kidding? They were yeah. never going to play.
0: Um, so I thought like it was okay, it was watchable, and like as Croft always says, when we whenever we argue about preseason competitions in the NBA, that like some some NBA or some footy is better than no footy, even if it's not the real thing. Uh, I understand why they're doing it. Like to me, it was basically a practice because their problem they're trying to make an international game but there's not many grounds internationally that have the right dimensions for afl so they're trying to make a version of afl basically that gives people a taste of what it's about but fits on like a soccer pitch basically so to me that's what they're doing the things so i I didn't mind it like it was it was watchable as said but the thing i didn't like about it is i think for the most part apart from fitness and obviously executing skills still but it doesn't really translate to normal AFL. Like, I don't think any of the... You couldn't watch an AFL-X game and say, oh, gee, uh, Richmond's going to be good this year after watching that. There's nothing from it that gives you any indication. Like, you might see individual player, like, oh, he's fast or he's got a good leap or a good kick or whatever. But And then with the 10 points for the super goal and only being 40 meters, it just ended up being like a a three-point shootout in the NBA where they were just trying to kick from that line all the time. So it was a pretty pointless I think that's the thing like JLt obviously there's nothing at stake, but there is still a point to it because it's preparing you for the regular season because it's the game you're going to well, play
2: there certainly is now,
0: so you can practice structures, you can practice you know your your game style all that kind of stuff and the even like even the fitness that you get in AFL x it is basically all sprinting, so you're going to get fitness from it, but it's still a slightly different kind of running yeah. to like AFL because the pitch is different so
2: I, I, I still think like the x kind of um it kind of contrasts now with the JLT and I think it probably makes those JLT games a little bit more important. Yeah. Um, in that it gives obviously like a handful of players a bit more fitness going into that JL, JLT season at, uh, or JLT two weeks, whatever they want to call the cup. Um, and those <clears throat> two games that each team plays becomes a little bit more serious, I guess. I'd like, like to see... Because they, they can play... Uh, not a lot of teams did, like I know West yeah. Coast didn't, but a lot of teams were playing their full teams and were JLT. actually trying to get a good run-up into, into the season.
0: I'd like to see AFLX x instead of doing it when they did, I think they should stick with the normal, we'll, we'll talk about JLT in a minute, but I reckon they should make it kind of like the what they did with the big three in NBA this year. Do it in the middle of the season when they have the buy instead of the, e, well, they can still do the EJ Witten Legends game because that's like a charity thing. But AFLX make it a competition where there's a cash prize from the AFL, like, whatever amount of money it can be, 200 grand or something, um, they'd be able to get that with sponsorship easily and have former players be able to enter teams. So imagine, because you don't need that many players to play it and they do like a tournament over the course of one night. So imagine like Chris Judd has a team and he gets together, like, you know, he might recruit a few guys that have only just come out of the game or mates of his, like he could get Dean Cox or something, you know. Former players get people, they could be just out of the game, out of the game for a while, they recruit them they like put in a team to the competition they play. There's got to be like a cash prize or something so people are actually trying. But I think that'd be more entertaining because that's a way that some older players, you could see a bit of glory of them playing the game, but it's not like them playing a full game so they'd be able to kind of execute and it's not as physical. And
1: it's also not not like a... a Ex player just coming off a year going straight to the EJ Witten game and just like poster, uh, yeah, just taking hangers on random Well, in the ticks. EJ Witten
0: game, they don't like try or anything, it's not serious. Whereas if that thing, you could they would still try. Like yeah. if you watch the big three in the NBA, like it's a bit of fun, but they are still trying the competitive and there's something at stake for them to win. So that's just a thought. Uh, on the JLT, what did you think about there being less? I'll go first on this one, less games. Uh, I thought it made the, them play more full lineups all the game like the games mattered a bit more to the teams the result obviously doesn't matter but they had to play there because they had less time to basically get match practice because only two games
1: yeah there wasn't many there was many like scenarios where there wasn't their full team playing i don't yeah. think like yeah i was i was checking out the pl- the lineups just to be like well should i watch this is there any point and i was like oh all teams were playing full strength yeah it seemed like anyway
0: i think it was it's probably good for fans but i think it's better for teams if they had three games because then you could still have, like, you could expose the young guys a little bit more and you had a bit more chance to build. Like, if someone had a interrupted season, you could play them half a game, one game, maybe rest them the second and then play them three quarters. Whereas in this one, it was tough. And that's why I know, like, a few guys got left out at Frio and they played them in the Peel games instead because they were able to manage the minutes a little bit more and save them. I don't know, what, what did you think, Kroff?
2: Yeah, um... So
0: yeah, I agree. Uh, it's
2: making the the preseason competition. It's not really a competition. It's just practice yeah, games. Isn't it? But it is becoming more like you know back in the day when I know Carlton won the NAB Cup and mm-hmm. then finished last on the ladder, and you knew everybody knew watching that whatever happened in the NAB Cup wouldn't translate into the regular season. Now yeah. you're seeing like a better representation of how your team's going to play. It doesn't mean that you know because one team won both their JLT games that they're gonna blitz it in the you know the season like I know um like mate like Richmond were pretty strong in the JLT and that might transfer but like some teams are at different stages of their development and those teams are going to obviously prepare for their seasons differently depending on what kind of players that they have um so you know uh, team I know like a, a team like Sydney are gonna wanna especially after last year are gonna wanna hit the ground running and get a really good start this season so they don't um, have a repeat of last year, so they're probably looking to, you know, do that and uh, have a good strong start to the season. Whereas some teams might be in a different boat; they might be developing young kids, so they want to get some more exposure earlier to those young kids, so that they can uh, perform. They can maybe like hit their peak a little bit earlier in the season mm. um, or something like that. So each team's going to have like a different um, strategy, uh, and and I guess. Um, yeah that's what they that's what they do in the jlt so yeah Paul.
1: um yeah it's it's pretty much just like jlt for for whatever reason you know it's obviously not actually like rewarded for anything so i think there's a lack of intensity sometimes in there even though watching that Carlton Hawthorne game we were like really annoyed that the other team was trying really hard at multiple points (laughs) but yeah i think it's it's pretty much now that there's two games you're going to see a full lineup you're going to see the uh, as as higher intensity as you can without being like risking injury and stuff before like before actual like season but i think given the aflx was a thing this year as well as like you got the likes of you know your brad hills and you know, just your runners that are probably playing aflx and they're, they're still getting probably a rel- relatively large amount of Exposure to a game
0: it doesn't well, yeah. help at Brad all. Brad Hill but... ended up getting injured as well, so well, yeah. it could be a thing of like all the extra <laughs> sprinting and stuff. He That's the thing, there. as yeah, well. A lot of whatever. The
1: intensity of AFLX is a lot, probably a lot higher. But yeah, JLT being like correlating to the actual game is probably a good, good thing to drop the games. It just seems everyone gets a bit more serious about it. Actually, which... that was
2: that was the thing, uh, Fev on the footy show. Reckon scrap the JLT altogether. He was saying that the grounds that they were using are no good. Like oh. all the country grounds are no good, and that people yeah. are getting injured on well, them because you they're could, not up to they're not up to scratch. You
0: could say just use the normal grounds then. But I think scrap them. Like the older I've gotten and more I probably understand football. I used to really hate preseason cup two because to me it was pointless because there's nothing like I'm a big there's got to be a point for it's it kind word. of thing. But the longer I, and the more I understand football, the more I get that. You need to have match practice. Yeah, how
2: important match fitness is because like no matter how much running and how many 3K time trials you do in the preseason, it's not going to prepare you for a game. Well,
0: yeah, and it's not just fitness as well. It's practicing your game style against actual competition and having the opportunity to do it. Otherwise, if we scrap the JLT, what we'd see is a big heap of shit the first four rounds of the season is what we'd see. Yeah, We'd see teams that weren't fit, games that would be low scoring and in the last quarter it would just be an absolute slugfest which in a way it would be sort of entertaining like for some reason people seem to really want it, want the players to be tired well, Yeah, like they, they're like oh it's so good when you see them out there and <laughs> yes. they're exhausted it's like why? Yeah.
2: Well that, <laughs> that's the other 10. thing is yeah. you'll see um, if they scrap the JLT you'll just see AFL clubs will be organising practice matches
0: between Yeah themselves. and exactly and that's what anyway. Freon West Coast organised one in but so they still had three games and it wasn't enough for West Coast because they didn't play full sides, so they struggled but yeah some teams because you know, they, they... they
2: need them no matter what like who mm. says that they're, they're, they're pointless or whatever the clubs and, need those yeah. matches
0: and an intra-club doesn't do it but yeah you see like Frio's got a pretty tough first block of the season so they took the JLT pretty serious in terms of their match like selection because they know they need to hit the ground running whereas some other teams might build and try and peak a little later Uh but anyway so we'll move on from the uh, pre-season chat there'll still be some talk about Things that happened in the preseason, things we noticed uh when we talk about this so now we're going to do our predictions for the season boy, oh boy, what is going on? So the first thing we're going to do is what i'm going to just call moving up moving down and just a couple of teams be one if you want that you think is going to maybe climb or improve this year and then a couple of teams maybe that you think might might drop down a little bit so Poo, uh, pooch, Paul, you can go first on on this one. Um,
1: on. Well, I've got Essendon to do substantially better. Uh, they pretty much, surely it's a guarantee. But you know, there's no guarantees in sport, obviously. But well, they finished seventh last year. That's pretty good. I, I in terms of like ladder position, probably stick around that. But I just think they're going to play a lot more convincing brand. Yeah, to certainly get more the the old, fitness yeah. back, the guys that didn't. And play. not to mention, they just got some got some good players. Um, and also just the, some of the rookies in that team, they benefited pretty well from that whole year off of the actual like... Yeah, long this, term it might be a good thing. Yeah, so I reckon they're probably going to get substantially better. I, I reckon I've, I've got them, just you know, spoiler alert, I've got them in my top eight for the prediction. So. Um, and Port Adelaide, I reckon, are going to do pretty well based off recruits and also they have to like they pretty much they've been everyone's talking about them been yeah, doing better about, for the last couple of years and they really yeah. haven't stood up so i think in terms of them actually succeeding this year a bit I reckon, this season yeah so they did pretty they did pretty well last year as in terms of wins and losses but some of them were pretty like some of the games were pretty average they just their stars are inconsistent so i think this year they have probably got a bit more of a, a bit more depth i assume but uh and one team that i reckon is going to move down is West Coast, I think West Coast are probably not going to do as well as last season. didn't do Didn't do great. They only snuck into the eight mm. last season, but I got the, minute. I got the out of the eight this year. So yeah, no mm. other reason. Just I lost a bit of experience. Yeah, Cole,
0: I'll go. I'll go first. I'll go next. Sorry. So I've got on the up. Somewhat predictably, I've I've said Frio, but I do think, and some of that's based on JLTR, We've talked last season about how much stock you put in to preseason performances. But uh, I've said before, like, you can sort of... You can't judge the team maybe so much, but you can see individuals that look like they're in for a good season and important players for free hours. So, if like, Fife is obvious one, but, like, Matt Tabernar showed some signs last season and he had a really good... He looked pretty good in the JLT games. And the way it looks like they're going to play, it seems like he's got a real role. Like, there's a role that I think he's capable of doing, which is basically just standing there... He's gotten to the point now where he doesn't usually get outmarked anymore. So, he marks it or brings it to ground. And I think they're going to have, you know, uh, Ballantyne, Matera, maybe Walters, some other guys around his feet kind of thing. I think he's capable of just doing that. Like, it's not a huge... He doesn't need to kick massive mass of goals. He's
2: not a goals. high footy IQ guy. So, he
0: yeah. simplifies his a role. a simple plan. Yeah. So, I think he could kick, you know, 30 or 40 goals maybe Big and point. then just bring it to ground. Uh, and yeah, the way they played I thought it looked good the other two teams I think are going to go up I think Hawthorne I think they'll be healthier this year last year they like they started badly but they sort of got going I think they'll be a bit better this year if Rioli can play some football I know Grant Birchill was got hurt I had to drop him out of my super coach team so that's a bit of a blow because they don't have a lot of experienced backs anymore but uh, Ben Stratton's back with a shit haircut um, <laughs> he'll help out so
1: bad Ruffy a haircut, should be haircut good. of the week
0: and hopefully if Jaeger Amira can get through the season healthy he will be a big addition uh, last year he played pretty well when he played he just didn't play much so hopefully him and the last one i've got going up is Carlton. i think they'll do like i don't think it's going to be a monster leap what they win six games last year was that the, did they win six the year before as well
2: uh something were something around that yeah um, so it, it, it was weird they were like like Paul was saying like before like they they probably had the same or less wins than the year before, but they played better football.
0: Yeah, so I think with um, like they know about Liam Jones now. They only kind of got him into the, the end of last year, so him he is, wasn't a flash. In the they band. got like a stable defender there. You know, if Weidring can be healthy, if Cripps can be healthy, even though they've lost Gibbs and they lost Doherty, Doherty for the year, which is a, probably a big dent in how like good they'll be, but yeah they still got Simpson there so they got that veteran and the back line and uh, you know Harry Mackay, Kerno these young guys should be especially Kerno's had a bit more like opportunity than McKay. probably i think they'll they've been 8 or 9 games this year and probably like be a lot more competitive against the the top teams so i think they'll do well down teams i think uh i've got Collingwood i don't know i just think i don't think they're really going to go down and just going to do exactly what it did last year but i think people think they're going to do better but i don't but I don't think they will north melbourne they were already pretty down last year but i think they're going to be worse and i've had west coast as well because i just think their midfield is a lot a lot relies on luke shuey
1: there's only so many free kicks you can get yeah with pretty mitchell
0: <laughs> gone uh chris maston is physically still there but he's essentially gone and uh, they've had some injury concerns with some of their other good players. so I think
1: Sherrod Wellingham's gone now, isn't
0: it? Yeah, they got rid of him as well. So it's basically Shuey and Gaff in the middle, and then it's going to be some young... Unless some young guys come in and stand up pretty quickly, I think they'll... I don't think they'll plummet. I just think they'll probably finish like 10 to 14 kind of thing.
2: Uh, um, So yeah, probably similar to you guys as well. I've got West Coast um, falling... a few spots I got them in my bottom 3. Oh, um, that's a plummet. Yeah. So, I yeah, I, I don't know. Obviously, we've only got JLT to to go off by. Yeah. And you hate West Coast. And I hate West Coast, <laughs> so I'm very biased. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not not particularly convinced by them. I think um you know, they have sol- they do have solid players like across each line. Um, but are they going to be able to take an, another step up?
1: I'm not in sure. But they're also sure. very reliant on those players as well. Like- yeah. now, will
2: Natanui come back? I don't know. Like will mm. he come back? What he I, he's like not gonna come. He he, he, yeah, yeah, he's obviously when he comes back, he's gonna take time. You know, you gotta give yeah. those players. I think time.
0: we saw from like previous like Fife and stuff like that. It takes even though you can come back and, and still play well if you're a good player, but it you not it takes time. It takes yeah. a long time to get back that absolute peak. Yeah. Just, just um,
1: need to warn Aaron about Nick Natanui coming back, he'll get jacked Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> <jack-napped>.
0: it, <laughs> um I've got
2: um well, what did i have i had uh when Port adelaide oh sorry i had Essendon around the same um places they, they finished seventh that last they fin- year. that they finished yeah. um but i yeah i agree they'll probably play some better football as well port adelaide i'm not convinced with even though they got all these players in i don't know how they're going to i reckon they're going to take some time to gel um with because they've got a lot of new guys in um so yeah, I don't know how how long that's going to take them to really find an identity. A, a team that really didn't have an identity last season has now bought a whole heap of new. They guys picked
0: in. three. They got three real enigmas. Yeah, uh, they Jack did. Jack Watts, Rockliffe's pretty consistent. Ro- yeah, but and Motlop and Jack Watts, it's like this team. They could either be the best team we've ever seen, or they could be absolutely horrible. Yeah, yeah, it's really hard. And I mean, even with like week e- week as Essendon
2: well. as well. Like with Jay, uh, Jake Stringer, doesn't convince me. That yeah, I know. Oh, no um, but yeah, um and so like as an improver as another biased pick is Carlton, but only because they have to at this point. Like they are at a stage where they can't just like they can't just tread water. Like they have to at least show some kind of ladder, ladder improvement. It's not it's not enough now that they, you know, play better football but don't win can't them. Kind
0: of honourable losses. Yeah, you
2: can't you can't do that. You have to start winning those games, those close games. Um and yeah, so I, I think they'll be probably they'll work their way up to maybe be in contention for that top eight logjam, but probably at the bottom end of that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm predicting that that's going to be a thing this year, seeing as it's been a bit of a trend over the last few years that there's just been a logjam of teams around that eighth spot. So I think maybe they'll be pushing for that. Um,
1: How great like of a the logjam,
2: by the way? Yeah. It's great. <laughs> um, they didn't uh, convince me in JLT either. Um, I must say, like they won both of their games, but man, they made me shake shake my head in a <laughs> lot of court. Like a lot of those games, I was like, "This is absolutely atrocious." So, yeah, not not convincing to me yet. So, yeah, um, I think obviously, where did Geelong finish last year? Second, second, yeah. Um, that's that surprises me. I felt like they were disappointing last year, even though they yeah, yeah. finished second. that's I think well, Geelong, the top, top three well.
0: had the, the same wins, so. But just uh, Adelaide and Geelong had a draw also. So they had, they were equal top, basically, just percentage. Yeah,
2: No, yeah, that's pretty, they much, were pretty good last year. That's pretty much me, I think.
0: All right. Uh, now we'll, we'll do our top eight. So I may as well. I'll go first this time. So I've got, uh, I think GWS will finish on top. A bit of finals experience last year. Um, you know, I think Deledio, if he's healthy and can play more of the year, I think that'll help a little bit. Uh, and I just think yeah they had a few injury concerns throughout the year last year and they're a team that is like they've been good but they've still been pretty young a lot of their good players so I think they'll improve they were only two points off top last year anyway so I got them top I think Adelaide second Adelaide they lose Charlie Cameron they gain Bryce Gibbs so they get someone probably a bit more consistent obviously a different positional player as well but I think he'll help them in some games um and they were top last year. I think they'll be stung by the grand final loss and they'll come back and have a, a solid year. Geelong, I've got third. Question mark on them is uh, Ablett's health, really. So how healthy he is will depend how much different they are from last year. But apart from that, they should be pretty much the same. Probably some concerns the few old boys. I think they've still got Harry Taylor and stuff. I don't know. There might be some... You know some blokes that are hanging on. So if they can fill those gaps or not, Sydney fourth. Sydney can. They they confuse me. I don't really know (laughs) what to make. Like last year, they just absolutely just took a shit on everyone. I don't know what happened at the start of the year, and then they got going. And I don't. I haven't really paid much attention to the preseason, so I don't know who's healthy and who's not. There's still just so much relies on like Hanbury, Kennedy, Jack, Parker. And some of those guys are getting old. Um, they still got Buddy. He's getting old. But I don't know. They do have some good young players like Mills, if he's healthy and can take a big step this year. Um, Mm -hmm. And Heaney, yeah, Heaney, Meaney, Miney, Moe. He's a good player. So I don't know. I think they'll make fourth probably. I got Port fifth, which is exactly where they finished last year. I think they'll be just enigmas this year. I don't know. I think you'll see games where they just destroy people when Motlop and Watts really play well. And then there'll be games where they maybe struggle. Last year, they were pretty crap away from home sometimes. So we'll see what happens there. They got Frio round one. So we may find out something. They smashed Frio when they were at home, Adelaide's home um, last year, early in the season, round two. So I hope that doesn't happen, but we'll see. Richmond sixth. uh, I thought they were going to have like a, a premiership hangover, but they were pretty good in the preseason. Good enough to convince me that they're good enough. Like all of their players are still right in their peak age. Some of their guys are actually like probably not even at their peak yet last year. So I think they'll be not, you know, last year was kind of a outstanding year. I don't think they'll be quite there, but I think sixth is high enough. Got Melbourne seventh. I thought they'd make it last year. They didn't quite because they were stupid at the end of the year. And then I've got Hawthorne sneaking into the eight. I think Ooh. they'll bounce back a little bit. And I think they'll just pop in. But as Croft said, I think there will be a pretty stacked deck in the middle of the ladder, I think. Lock jam. You know, your Essendons, your St Kilda's, maybe even a a Freo or a Carlton could be around that 8, 9, 10, 11 mark. Um, Yeah, so St Kilda could swap with Hawthorne there. But yeah, I think I just kind of like Hawthorne a bit more than St Kilda. That's the main reason. bit of bias. Uh, Croft, do you have a top eight? I sure do.
2: Yeah, so uh, I reckon the top. We're going from the top down, yeah? Yeah, that's why you don't have to. Um, GWS. Same as me. Probably about time. Yeah. Uh, It should have been last year. They really shat the bed there, I reckon. But yeah. Um, Yeah, I think they've just got a lot of talent, so it's hard to go past them. They might disappoint again, but I don't know. They're a pretty safe bet probably for the next five years. So. Second Geelong. Um, Damn it. Yeah, obviously, yeah. there's a lot of unknowns with their team. Like you said, there's a lot of age differences there. they got some good young players that you, that still probably have yet to really, really stand up for them. Um, so will they? Will those players make that step or will they continue to rely on those superstars, Selwoods and Dangerfields and Ablitts and will those players be consistently healthy? Um, but if they are and if they get it together... Yeah obviously yeah you said that they finished second last year and I thought wow they like that's that actually surprised me a little bit. Mm. Um so yeah like obviously even when they're not firing on all cylinders they can still finish pretty high. Yeah. Um, well they
0: I think like losing Motlop as well we probably kind of just gloss over it but he was pretty ha- Like when he, yeah, did he played play well, some big he's, games. he's yeah. kind of a guy that can win you a
1: game as well. So yeah. he definitely won him games last year when he was on, but other yeah. games he shut the. Bed. I mean, he can yeah. play absolutely horrifically, but, but yeah, sometimes yeah. he can just when win you, you a game. When you trade him basically for Gary Ablett, like at least, yeah, he is. If Ablett's healthy, his only consistency is injury. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, third, Adelaide. Um, yeah, they're still a great team. Add Gibbs to it. Yeah, as long as everybody's healthy. So many shits on floors. That's it. <laughs> Shit on floor Gibbs. Um so yeah, that's uh yeah, that's that's an easy I reckon they're top four, easy. Um fourth Richmond. Um so yeah, that's the the premier the premiers from last year. Not much you can say about them. Dusty will have another great season. You would assume still probably the best player in the comp. Yeah. yeah. Um until proven otherwise. So yeah a lot of unknowns with them you know will they have that premiership hangover or not um but yeah they'll finish they'll finish up there uh fifth sydney uh yeah as you said you spoke about sydney what are they going to do are they going to start the season like they did last year I doubt it I doubt it they they'd be you yeah, know they're one of those teams that has been up there for a long time because they're just such a good like a good coach that's not right. They're, they're a well coached team. Yeah, they're the um, San Antonio Spurs of the AFL. Yeah, basically, yeah, they're the San Antonio <laughs> organization. Spurs. Yeah, Fundamentals. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the um, you know they've obviously got a lot of older players and that that they'll be relying on. Obviously, like yeah, their midfield their midfielders getting older. Um, buddy's getting older, but you know, you might went, I buddy's buddy. So yeah, yeah, last year he was dominant in games. Yeah. This year he'll be dominant in games. Um, if
0: anything they still focus on him too much. Yeah, they do. This is the problem they are,
2: they are a mis- they are still like a mishmash of old veterans and young, exciting up and coming players. So that's mm. it's a difficult one to pick. They don't have
0: Jeremy Laidler anymore, so. Yeah, well that's it. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Dip the
2: lead Uh sixth Essendon. Um, so yeah, around like we said, they were seventh last year, you know, they'll be around there. Uh this year. Depend, it is going to depend on, yeah. I, I'm not convinced on their ins. They've got some good ins, mm. but will they be, and especially, you know, Jake, Jake Stringer is an absolute enigma. Will he play good? He's mm. a, bit, I, a I reckon, bit of a head
1: case, really. But I reckon yeah. he's going to be one of those ones that you almost want him not to play because they'll probably end up playing better without him just because he's such a rogue. Yeah, such well, I mean, re- he game.
2: really, see, he's really just had that one really good season. Mm. And yeah. Like, since then, has not been very good. Like he's he's capable of doing so much, but which he's... is all, which
1: is all you need when you play like that too. Because what you what you find is they they rate them so highly. From one season of just like, just bullshit, and then they have a negative season, and they're just like, oh well, no, he did play that one season, and they they seem to like remember the good shit for a long time, but they. But when someone's had a bad season early on, they're just like, "Oh no, he's not that good." Like wait, just...
0: Stuart Cramery went to Geelong as as well. I forgot about him. So he I went from the Bulldogs? To he's do... an interesting. Stuart Cramery is an, interesting, a really a an the... interesting player. At like least. I don't.
2: I remember him being decent enough.
0: Yeah, he just kind of got but... injured and then just was yeah out, injuries and dropped. He off could and... he could help Geelong because Hawkins gets fired. Too much, yeah, so. random. Sure. I just he popped into my head. I was like, wait, who did yeah. he go to again?
2: Yeah. Um, seventh Melbourne.
0: Yeah, well, oh, same as me, I think. Um Yeah, that'll be like like we've we've
2: spoken, Logjam. Petraka, Logjam, log that's gonna be our word of the log season, jam. I think. Logjam. Log um
1: So it's yeah, they'll be fighting
2: it out yeah. with uh probably Saint Kilda and a whole heap ho- host of others. We had this problem last year, I was just saying, mm. before the Saint Kilda Melbourne debate. Yeah. Um, Dico's the big
0: Saint Kilda guy big, from his yeah. Fraser Gary gear and I'm the big Melbourne guy for I don't know why. I just, <laughs> just I like their current team. I never really tracker but
2: the other team i have in here and dropped a fair bit is port adelaide at Ave. so i think they're going to be around the log jam they're going to disappoint a few people they ken, got the power to win though ken hinckley is going to get the sack because they're going to be disappointing oh Hinks. i reckon he's if they don't if they don't show up this season he's
0: gone i reckon mid-season yeah. it's going to be like this happened to miami in the nba i reckon kosh going to sack him and take over as coach himself <laughs> <laughs> hello 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 players it's me Koshy, I'm at the <laughs> helm. I'm also starting at centre-half forward this week. So, you know.
1: Also, instead, of, just, instead of arguing with, like, referees <laughs> and shit, i just running around the field with his hands up in the air going, Koshy,
0: Koshy, Koshy, love him. All right, let's yeah, uh, that's Have you
2: done top top yours? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. Um, did it. Get ready, get ready for some speculation okay. here because mine, you need is, a, you need a, zing mine is absolutely Unless all over you the place. Unless you have
0: a team in there that neither of us have said. North Melbourne need to give a huge description of their season because we've elaborated a lot. I'm out for too long.
1: All right, so first I got Adelaide enough said. Yeah, keeps eight. GWS are going to be up there. Ba, ba, I think ba, ba, they need ba, ba, to, I think ba, ba. they need to lose some games to play better in finals, which is why I haven't <laughs> haven't got f- at them at first. They need that. Oh. Stevie J has um, gone. Yeah, so, but yeah, he You got Dylan Sheil and Jacob Hopper coming up. He's Hops. fucking Yeah. He's up there. I like him, man. Uh, third Geelong added more hops to it. Third Geelong, uh, yeah, enough said. They got that that team. Stuart Cramery, yeah, yeah. solid yeah,
0: in. Or yeah. Cramery, if Cramary. that's where's the, the you crammy want to say Gammy. <laughs> Um
1: <laughs> You got Richmond at fourth. I think no. they're going to have a little bit of a hangover, but not like a fat lamb hangover. They're just going to like yeah. fall down a little bit. Yeah. But uh, the fifth, Melbourne. Oh, I've got them going real well this season. So I'm even. Ba- I'm backing them in even further. The D's. Sixth, I've got Port Adelaide. So, I've got them up um, there. Seventh, I've got Essendon. Now they're, I reckon they're going to do pretty well. Hopefully, they don't play Stringer that much because I, I don't like watching him. because He just seems like a really shit teammate. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hawthorne, I've got fourth. Uh, fourth, Eighth, purely on unbiased alone. And just a, an obvious omission, I haven't got Sydney in eight. Ooh, I don't, oh, I don't think, snap. I think I've gone the opposite way to you guys where... They played well at the end of last season. Did you season.
0: have... You should have had them in your down section.
1: Yeah, I did, but... That would
0: have been Bombshell.
1: Yeah, I just... Uh, didn't there think, you go. It's down, it, Well, down. that's... There you go. I'm back to that last session before. Yeah, Sydney down. Um, no, down, down. No, Sydney yeah, I've got, down. Them, I've got them out because I just... I don't know. They just seem to be getting older and they... I just can't see It's, a, it's a good point. They're, I, they're can't f- I reckon they're in that log jam area. So they'll log probably jam, be, If jam. they get in there, they'll be in the 8th or the maybe the 7th if it's a big logjam. But... Yeah, I just don't. I yeah. just don't. I mean, it way. is a good point. How long can you like log jam
2: Yeah. <laughs> How long can you sustain it? You're yeah. getting older. Yeah. I mean, even, even anywhere had that. Yeah.
1: Like, they're mm. they're still up there, but they had that one season where they just like dropped off for a little bit. But drop off. Yep. Yeah. Alexander drop off.
0: All right. Okay. That's our top eight now for the real spicy bub-blek. uh Bottom three. <laughs> so you go first Ooh. this time, All right, Paul. Because I'm gonna go reverse I'm gonna, order.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna piss at least one person off. uh so at sixteenth on the ladder, I've got finishing Carlton. Jeez, so we beat exactly you in J- We beat your year. mob in JLT. Yeah, they're, they're not. They're not doing. I. I reckon they'll play better footy, but I think given there's
0: going to be such a log jam. Yeah, yeah, right above. Them.
1: I think given the log jam, there's probably going to be from like seventh to sixteenth is just going to be, which is statistically probably not possible unless like you know the others get pwned. Um, and then the next I've got Brisbane. Our mate Hodgie, ah, uh, I just still don't think they're going to be that good. Well, they lost Rockliff. Yeah, all well, that's well. Hodgie's no Rockliffe. He is a leader. He can did point get
0: Charlie Cameron. So, well
1: that's true. Speed demon. But I don't think Hodgie and Hodgie and Cameron are that much of an in for them. But they're good. Hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, Brisbane next. Then I've got North Melbourne. I reckon uh, just basically, basically Sydney, but they've never been good, and they're just all old. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, and unless just... Jared Waite somehow plays all
1: 22 games this season. oh, <laughs> Remember was it last season no where chance. Jared Waite was the oh. highest ranked player for the first six rounds? Jared. <laughs> Jared. That was a, that was a great time in our lives. Yeah, so that's my three. All right, Croft, quickly. Uh, West Coast. Oh, actually, sorry, Eight. I'm making an edit.
2: Hawthorne? No, just <laughs> um So, yeah, West Coast. Where? Uh, we uh, 16th is third were last. In the last. 16th. <laughs> well, 18th uh-huh. in the comp, so. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, Yeah, West Coast 16th, Mm -hmm. Gold Coast 17th, Mm -hmm. North Melbourne 18th.
0: All right. Well, we've got some common ground here. I've got Gold Coast 16th. I don't don't know. They lost Ablett, but that might help them in a way. Yeah, it could. They've got Tom Lynch still. He'll win them a few games. And they've got our man Mickey Barlow, who Ah, follows us on Twitter because he's a legend.
2: He is an absolute legend. (laughs) I
0: doubt he's ever listened to the podcast. But if you are listening, Mick, I hope your leg has healed beautifully.
2: I reckon it has, I reckon he's in for a yeah. I was uh, going to get him in my super coach team.
0: Uh, he's just a legend. He just seems like a good guy. Like He seems like he'd come on, the, he does a podcast, but he said he'd come on our podcast and we'd get along. Uh, <laughs> 17th Brisbane, Like I think they'll be a little bit more organised with Hodgie in the back line and I think they'll make maybe some steps, but not that many steps because they're not that good. And I've got North Melbourne last as well just because, I don't know, our mate Ryan goes for him and he's too tall so sound reasoning now they just don't have anyone all they've done the last four years is try and get people and not get them yeah. and then just gradually get older and it's yeah, like what
2: are, have they added <laughs> any did they, yeah, add they anything? got sean
0: higgins he's the last person i think they ever actually agreed to come to their team and he was he was a i would be surprised if some here. of the players they drafted were just like nah, i'm not playing they
2: get nice. they got they draft anybody good or,
0: yeah oh, they got luke davies y- y- he he be right. It would
1: can, I, be you. can I just mention? No game changes. How no Gold Coast? Change. How are they so shit still? Like yeah, GWS I, I are up there, it. and everyone's saying it's their time, but Gold Coast is just uh, I've obviously gone through some. I've established
0: shit. it before because this is what happened when Gold Coast came into the league. They both they had the same things as GWS. Where they could they had a lot of money. And they could sign people from other teams, and they went for guys that were like in their prime or towards the end of their prime. Yeah, and by yeah. the time those guys. By the time the players that they drafted got to their peak age, those other guys were all gone. So like Nathan Bock, Jared Brennan, even Ablett was old. Um, uh, who else did they... Everyone they had was old. They had a whole bunch of old guys that they signed. Oh, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Corns was... Uh, he went to GWS. Carmichael Hunt. Carmichael oh. Hunt, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they just got guys that... That didn't, and then the problem, then all the young guys that they got, like Harley Bennell had issues, and he's gone. Diego Mira injuries. had injury problems, and so he's injuries. gone. David Swallow, he's he's still there, but he had injuries and stuff. So they didn't get the most out of Jared Grant. They didn't get. Whereas GWS, they got guys <laughs> that had not <laughs> even peaked. Yet. They got like Callan Ward. No one knew much. Phil Davis. These guys weren't even getting. Well, they were, but they were just breaking into their own teams. Yeah. Phil and Davis. Come over and they've grown with young guys. So it was just poorly managed. Uh, yeah. Scouting. Well, it was either poorly
2: drugged. managed or because they were like
0: the the next or the first. Like, they the tried to, uh, They teams. wanted to try and be competitive-ish to start Straight with. Because there's, there's no way they were going.
2: To. There's no. There's no saying that they didn't try and get the like a similar type of player that GWS did. But people were a little bit speculative. Uh, you know, there was a bit of speculation and they were a bit skeptical about the new team, so they didn't want to go there to a new up and coming team because they knew that it was going to be losing first. You know, yeah. you, you had to go there and you had to lose for a bit. While the young boys came up. So they were like, oh, okay, well, we don't want to do that. So they had to settle for your Nathan Box and your Jared Brennan.
0: Well, they didn't. They could have just kept
1: that money and, and done something else the next year or something. Also, like that. also the other factor is probably Queensland, like just yeah. in general, seems to be having a hard run at yeah, keeping just, players. All way.
0: right. Now we'll do our, our Brownlow predictions for the season. Do you want to go Ooh. Crawford? You go first this time.
2: Um, this was really a difficult one. And there's a lot of
0: players, like obviously.
2: Logjam. I want to say, yeah, there's a logjam. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I, like, I want to say Dustin Martin, but you know that'd be boring. So, I'm gonna go Josh Kelly. Ooh.
0: Okay, Josh Kelly, fair call. Uh pooch.
1: Oh, okay. It's no, no, no uh, description. Um, yeah, I got Dylan Sheel. I oh. think GWS gonna win the premiership this year. So
0: sucking some Greater Western dick over here, Dylan Shield, <laughs> my man. Shieldsy. All right, I. This hasn't happened for a while, but it has happened in a, oh, in is a good year at the AFL. Called, yeah, yeah. I'm going for a, tie. a three-way tie, Fife, Martin and Dangerfield. Ooh. I can't split them. Ooh. I can't split them. And I think each of them will have good seasons barring injury. And I reckon we could see. And I like, I, like the AFL wouldn't mind this happening, I don't reckon. So they they could, yeah. you know. So
2: it could be a bit fudge, of conspiracy theory. The so I reckon... I think no three matter way what, tie. I think no matter what, somebody will have a season where like somebody where, where the media goes, oh, they're gonna get eighty votes. It's never happened before. And <laughs> then they'll get like three. yeah. They'll well the
0: only there. thing I think going against this happening potentially is that with Ablett there, if he's healthy between Selwood and Ablett, Dangerfield might have a bit of more of a battle for votes. And all even Frio, I think like Lockie Neal's preseason form, because he was injured a lot last year and people didn't really know. Uh he could steal a lot more votes. Like I said to Croft when watching the Ferry game, that Lockie Neal could win a Brownlow in his own right. Yeah. He's that good. But Fife still stands out more with the marking and stuff, yeah. and the si- just the size of him. Well,
2: uh, actually, I'm going to change mine. It's going to be like a four-way tie: Dustin <laughs> Martin, Nat Fife, Dangerfield, Patrick Cripps. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair call. Uh, premiership. Uh, oh.
1: So, what do you reckon they do if the if the Season's looking towards a three-way tie between the three. Do you reckon uh, betting companies is going to pay out all three if you bet on any of them? It's like this. The run lately has just been. Oh, there's halfway through the season. Let's just pay shit out. Like that's. It's like I think what you
2: know what I think they should do is they should get to the end of the brown should go. You know what? Everybody gets a brown low this year. <laughs> Participation brown lows.
0: All right. Uh, premiership. I don't know. I'll die. Yeah. GWS G- say. G- I don't really know But yeah. Seems the most likely, Obvious one
1: Statistics wise I'm a big stats man So mm. Given that I, you, can't, you don't even have to ask They've GWS. got
0: some finals Experience now The last couple of seasons So I think yeah. they're About ready to pop They're just a
1: great team To watch
2: um, yeah. yeah
0: GWS I was thinking Can you imagine The grand final day Us in the backyards Belting out the song Oh mate
2: I'm gonna, buy, I'm gonna buy downtown a downtown where learn the criter comes around. <laughs> like You're like gonna a get
1: a banjo, even <laughs> there's no banjo in their song. It'll we're be gonna... like that year that uh, Ed Sheeran played at the halftime show, <laughs> but instead of Ed Sheeran's songs will just be GWS song all day. <laughs> we just gonna
2: exactly. li- No, we're gonna have Kesher on.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
2: <laughs> have we spoken about that on the podcast? How the GWS song sounds exactly like that yeah, Kesher song.
1: There's a place
2: downtown. Where the freaks
0: all come around. It's the sound of the mighty giants. Okay. Glad we got that in. Okay, and now this an up and comer, who's someone we think that's now they could already be a good player, but they may be taking the step from being no one to being a good player or being from good to great from, you know, I don't know, let's say 30th in the AFL player <laughs> rankings <laughs> to top 10. Uh, I don't think that counts. Uh, but Paul, you go first this time. All right, just well,
1: nice. this, this particular man uh, I found in one of our looking at the ladder predicted on Google I found this guy has a brown low prediction, so Ooh. I'm surely he'd have to have upper coming season. But Clayton Oliver from oh. Melbourne, Clayton. So I've got him finishing fifth, so I reckon he will be up there. And I think he
0: kind of broke out last year, but you're right; yeah, he could no, go next he, level. He, had, he did well, have as, a as long as last year.
2: as long as there aren't any like near brushes to the chin. I think to yeah. be okay. Yeah,
0: if someone's sure. in somewhere in the area of his head, and well, he that's that
1: also apparently the umpires are big on staging this year as well. So
0: let's have a look. Let's have a look. Klaytos, oh, he's not even—he's
1: seventy-first in
0: the player oh. official Schick Hydro player rating. So shit, he ladder. could rock it. I reckon he's, i reckon he'll because be at least top twenty of the it's rankings. Like last also, forty games, or whatever, and his last twenty games probably good. So he yeah. this year he could really shoot. Uh,
2: Croft, um, all right. I'm gonna—I I'm going with the. I know you guys were really, really uh, betting on me to go Patrick Cribbs, but. Uh, we'll, I wanted we to paid go, it out earlier. I wanted to yeah, go I wanted to go a younger player and
0: I'm still Ooh. going biased. Yeah, Kips is pretty old but he's, he's has been.
2: No, no, well I'm like he's been in the
0: league for a little while and he's shown uh, he's shown that like, he's capable. Carlton's player because we know it's going to be. So I'm
2: going to agree with the players association who they voted for their breakout season yes. and I'm going to go Charlie Kerno.
0: Okay, well Charlie Kerno is 296th. So has,
2: yeah, I reckon he's gonna. I reckon he's gonna make a jump. So I think
0: it's he a, should be able a, to pr- improve slightly on two hundred and ninety-six.
1: It's a fair call. How many games has he even played? He probably hasn't even played the uh, enough to get a rating. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. a solid rating.
0: Uh, all right, I'm going to. My one's gonna. Um, he's already like solid, but I I, I reckon Jacob Hopper. Oh, I think he's, he's gonna
1: sucking the GWS dick.
0: Over yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is. Uh, 396 oh, so I, I, I've actually picked the lowest ranked player of the three of us I reckon he'll be at least in the top 100 by the end of the season but I don't know I just like him he's a big solid unit I reckon he's a pretty good player he didn't play many games last season did he? Uh, he played more than before but yeah I think he missed a fair few mm. uh, but yeah their midfield's pretty stacked um, but I think like Toby Green plays forward but I think he'll come in and, and have a bit more to do this year so that's that's that now we'll get into our round one uh previews and, and tips and stuff so so look that's a positive there so we are sort of can discuss the teams a little bit i guess as we so thursday night game oh, i don't know who cross gonna pick here it could go either way <laughs> carlton and richmond it's the the traditional opener on a thursday night i remember that time benny cousins played his first game with the Tigers and pinged a hammy it was sad but uh who do we think is going to win i i i reckon uh the Tigers are going to open... I reckon it's going to be an absolute thriller, but I think the Tigers will just get over. I think Dusty Martin... What did I predict last year? Pretty big number. I reckon Dusty Martin's going to come out and he's going to have 35 touches and two goals. Right. And I reckon Mark Murphy will have 32 touches and one goal. That's fair. That's, That's the fair. only people I'm predicting... I don't know what anyone else is going to do. Cripps will have 60 contestants. <laughs> I think Richmond will win by... Goals, Croft.
2: Um, no,
0: nah, it's round one. Fuck it. I'm gonna just
2: go with my heart here and just gonna say Carlton with the inner thriller.
0: Obviously, <laughs> I'm just gonna say,
2: you know what, they might actually. I think they're about due. They've lost, they've lost quite a few of the last uh Thursday night round one openers. So I'm, I'm backing them in here just just with the heart. You have to go, you have to go with your heart, Pooch. You.
1: Uh, Richmond, obviously, not <laughs> an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 nah, I reckon it's probably going to be a close game I, I reckon the midfield of Richmond will do, do their thing I reckon Dusty's probably going to get at least 10 fend-offs Ooh, Just breaking tackles all over the place Probably A log jam
0: Alright, uh, Friday night game Essendon and Adelaide This is an interesting one It's at Etihad Stadium Um,
2: No Taylor Walker
0: No Taylor Walker no Brad Crouch Oh Taylor Walker's still Half been the missing crash. since the preliminary final. I didn't see him on grand final day. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I'll tip Essendon. Why not? All right, McDonald, tipping and Woody to kick four.
1: Woo, woo tie. I'm tipping Essendon too, actually. Purely because early in the season, Essendon have always fucked over Hawthorne, even when they're in <laughs> their like really solid Hawthorne days. And Adelaide almost emulate the way Hawthorne play. Just we didn't have a tipping comp
0: this year. Last year mm, I yeah. won and no one paid me, so I didn't set it up this
1: year. He's <laughs> <laughs> been burnt, but no, I reckon Essendon are pretty good against that. Like that, that style of play. They have got different coaches and different players since then. But I just I've always had one bugaboo against Essendon early in the season. Gibbsy plays well at Eddie Etihad? Eddie
0: Croft. Yeah, I'm gonna go Adelaide. Yeah, he's too, too, but he's tipping Carlton. No, they, they've got, yeah, they have uh, got not. one Carlton player. That's enough for me.
2: Nah, what about yeah. like that? I like that They've got, nah, they got Eddie. They've got a lot of Carlton
0: oh, yeah, players, that, actually. Yeah, they are rather right, right. All right, so we've got two Bombers, one Essendon. All right, now Saturday games. St. St. Kilda, Brisbane. <laughs> Can we just... St. Kilda, unanimous decision. It's mm. an Eddie had? Mm. Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right. Yep. Hodge your point at least 20 times. Yep.
0: Port versus Frio in Adelaide. Uh, I, I'm i going to go the Crawford attack and just pick Frio with my heart, but I mean... I don't know. I haven't really seen Port in the
1: preseason. No, we no, hey, know who Adam's going to do. They've already paid it out. Um, I'll go on Port, obviously.
2: That is a tough one, but I'm going to go Port.
1: No.
0: Oh. Mm. You've got no, a in. No, I'm going to go free man. Get it back Freemount. Robbie team. Gray's out as well?
2: Yeah, I'm going to go Fremantle. So I'm just about to be around. The- uh, I don't know. I just, yeah. No, uh, I'm going to back him in. Okay. So Like I said, they're going to take a little bit more. A bit of Two geos, port. one Port.
0: Uh Gold Coast, oh, this, no, this top for of the, the table. Top. Oh, look at this one. Gold table, Coast, though. North Melbourne. Uh, it's at, see, is that Carrera? Oh, I don't know. I think it's Gold Coast home game. Uh, Carrara Stadium. I'll tip Gold Coast, just Tom Lynch. He'll we'll kick 10 or something.
1: Yeah, I got Gold Coast not finishing in the bottom three, so I got Gold, Gold Coast as well. Crawford. Yep. Gold Coast. All right.
0: Hawthorne, Collingwood. I'm going to pick Hawthorne. It's at the G
2: last oh, night game.
0: I'm obviously going to pick Hawthorne because I'm just doing it with my heart. I just yeah. feel like that's...
2: <laughs> yeah. Heart. yeah. Yeah, we gave you that one. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah. what? Who are Collingwood? Like, fuck. Is Jamie Elliott who healthy are or are not? I, I don't mean,
1: even yeah. know if they're... I don't even know, I don't even
2: know what they're going to do this season. Like,
1: broomhead. Uh, they're probably paying out on uh, Nathan Buckley to lose his job at the ball the betting agency. Side bottom.
2: Yeah, I just don't like... I just can't...
1: Pendlebury we'll can figure variations. out if
2: they're good or not. We'll uh, I'm, I'm going to go
1: Hawthorns. Right. Uh, Three
0: Hawthorns. Uh, GWS versus the Bulldogs. Uh, GWS home ground. I'm going to go with the Giants. Yep. Yep. Uh, Melbourne and Geelong at the MCG. Ooh, wee, this is going to be a big one. I reckon Melbourne's going to set themselves up for the season.
2: Dangerfield confirmed nice to play. A Here's nice a confirmed win. Confirmed in. For this game,
0: oh, or they might win because we know our dangerous would love to act like he's hurt and then have a big game and yeah, be a hero. That's true. He'll like limp onto the field, he'll, he'll kick 20 goals. He'll go, out,
2: he'll go out to do the toss, and he'll be limping out, he'll go, yeah. be on crutches. Yeah. <laughs> what a, yeah, what a hero! What a, what a, a hero. hero! Um, yeah, I'm gonna go Geelong.
0: Yeah, Geelong. Right, so Dan- so two Dan- Geelongs, Danger, one Danger Melbourne. And the last one, the opening of Optus Stadium over here in Perth, in Burswood. Rivalry clash. West Coast and Sydney. I think Sydney is going to rain on their
2: parade. I, I don't think it's much of a rivalry
0: anymore. No. But
2: yeah, I'm going to go Sydney as
0: well. So
1: East. Nice. Yeah, Sydney. It's a shame that Freo didn't get the first game there, eh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, you know, it's a
0: bit anticlimactic <laughs> at all. I think that the opening is a Sunday afternoon game. Yeah, well, that's like yeah, it Surely isn't. they could have had the Friday night game or something. Like they just... Yeah. Freo, like- Freo have a Saturday night game next week, but... Well, like yeah, when, you, when you look under. at the
2: ratings, because they should have just waited and just like played all the games at Suby until a West yeah. Australian team had a Friday night game. Yeah, yeah, it'd be when waiting. You, a when
1: little. you look at the ratings on a Saturday night, you got su- the Suns and North Melbourne. Like, I can't imagine that'd be a very good ratings.
0: Yeah, they would just want to put it against Hawks Collingwood. All right, that's the tips. Um, now we'll just go. We got Crofts Cook.
2: He's a cooking a something up.
0: Yeah. All right. I right, get a
2: it's it's a big way. It's a nice cruisy fr- uh, first round hope opening it's not round a long cook. One. It's not a long one. <laughs> um, first of all, why are we sitting here at the table in front of microphones in a suburban house and not on the Footy Show hosting it? They just had True. well, they've had two now, and their ratings have been shit. And you know why at Channel Nine? It's because you fucking hired Juddies and Fevs and. Yeah, who are they? I can, who the fuck are they? Who are they? We should be there. We should be doing it. Everybody who fucking watch. If the yeah, nah, look guys, we're yeah. doing the footy show. And also, <laughs> fucking after uh, one season of not having it, footy classified, bought their cook back. I'm just saying, I think they might have uh, got a few ideas. I mean, oh shit, that cross cook's going really well on yeah, nah, look. So we're going sure to we're gonna bring it back for Lotto. I'm pretty
0: sure Hutchie's been listening to us. We're going to bring it back for Lotto and have chin. him have yeah, Lotto do it.
2: his cook. You know what? It's fucking... Sub-par second-hand bullshit. Yeah.
0: The Velvet Sledgehammer, more like the Velvet Shithead. Yeah, fucking, <laughs>
2: fucking Lord, eh? Take so that. It's a good one. It's a burn. It's burn. A, good one. That's a good one. So that's my little cook. It's not, you know, I'm just warming up now. It was kind of a team but cook. We all yeah, it was a team cook. It was yeah, a team cook. It. So we're the cook guys now, not fucking Lordo. Eh?
0: Yeah, Lordo. Eh? Captain, Captain Cooks. Velvet. Nothing. All right. Uh, well, that's pretty much us done. So that's, that's the preview. Of, that's the, the, we just talked about the pre-season stuff. We'd, we did our round one. We did our predictions for the season. So we hope Fun, you're man. on board. This is a long episode, but the other episodes in future are going to be we're going to cut them down. We're going to strip them back to streamline, bare bones, new look. It'll be zero. Uh, listen, log jam. new listen, streamline. Yeah. Zero log jam in our conversation. Log jam exactly. And we're going to have slick. We're going to have words. a new a new <laughs> nickname. Uh, Croft's got a new uh, nickname. He's going to be known as the the cotton mallet. Well Yeah, yeah, that's it. The yeah, cotton Mallet. The, the cotton mallet <laughs> coming up for Croft's cook. <laughs> So oh fuck! I'm excited. I'm excited about round one. It's going right. to be good. Uh, we hope you enjoy round one. We'll be back next week with another big podcast. We hope Dico's over there, just enjoying Japan, and I'll be, uh, I'll be back and tuning
1: for, in. I'll be back for weeks. So yeah,
0: Pooj will be here. If you, month, so. we'll break his hand again, if we have to, if if we run out of time, if not. I got other limbs. <laughs> we'll, we'll get done. Uh, that's it. Until next time. In honor of our, our traveling comrade, keep well. Keep well. Peace. Look.